street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Oh, hey, how's it going? How you doing? Good, I'm Anthony. I'm Gary. Gary? Gary Mullins. Gary, nice to meet yeah, you. Yes, sir. Nice to meet you too, sir. You're passing out some tracts here? Passing out tracts here in the Gospel of Jesus Christ. All right, cool. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you mind talking about it a little bit on camera? Sure. You're no cool? Problem. No problem. Yeah, my name is Gary? Gary, yeah, yes, sir. How do you spell it? G A R E Y. Reverend oh. Gary Mullins. Yes, sir. Okay, very good. Yes, sir. Now, um, what, you come out here a lot? I don't I think I've seen you. I come out here a lot. Yeah, I do it. We do it evangelistic outreach. You know, we come down here on Saturdays and and son, come on Sundays and share the gospel of Jesus Christ okay. to, to loved ones and uh, pray for folks. And yeah. I got a college, I teach at a college and we bring the college students down here and show them how to share, present the gospel to people. Do you teach, yeah. you teach yeah. street, pre street yeah. preaching? Yeah, to, I teach to, street preaching, yes sir. Wow. Evangelism practical. That's what, it's called. That's what it's called. How do the students do usually? Oh, they do pretty good. They yeah? do pretty good. They're receptive to it. They study the word now, they got to put application toward it. Okay. Yes, sir. Put, put you can't just it. start preaching. You have to. There's some preparation well, for the it. Preparation for it. You know. Yeah. The, 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 the students get a little nervous, and so we'll teach them how to really share their faith, and then um, and have the confidence to share their faith. And okay. I mean, there's, there's there's procedures of how to share the gospel, um, like the Romans Road to Salvation. But scripture, there's scripture references behind that, and then they'll then apply it to it, and and whenever the conversation comes up. Say, say for instance, um, you say, if I ran into you and I asked you, how you doing, brother? You doing all right? Yeah. And I asked him to say, um, if, um, if you um, stand before God um, and if you die, you know where you spend eternity. They would say, no, I don't think so, I don't know. Or they say, yes, they say, I'm going to heaven. Then I asked him the second time, that's the question I asked him. I said, well, if you stand before God, what would you, what would you say then? And he asked you, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say mm -hmm. then? He said, well, because I've been good. No, because I, I did this, because I did that. Then I would break it down. Let me share this. I said, we're all of, this is the Roman road of salvation, Romans 3.3. 3. We're all of sin to come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.20, um, Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but give to God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But the, there's a there's an answer to that question I asked you, so I'm gonna share that with you. Do you so, believe I then I would ask him, do you believe all the questions that I asked you? Then I would tell him, I say, yes, I believe that those scriptures that what you said. Then okay, well, then do you believe this scripture? Romans 10, 9 and 10. I'd give one of the diagnostics a uh, question on this scripture, and I'd say, if, if you confess with thy mouth, Romans 10, 10, 10, 9 and 10, if you confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, yeah. he, the scripture says, and his word will not return forth, that thou shalt be saved. So do you ask do you ask regular folks that are walking by you yes. these questions because there are... I went to the pre opportunity to present itself. Yeah. Um, and, and but are, are you asking these them these yes-no questions about whether they believe s specific scriptures in the Bible because some, some scriptures are true and some are not? No, 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 no. All scripture, scripture. All scripture is true. Okay. Jesus Christ is the truth. The Word is the truth. And this John one one says, "In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God." And the same within the beginning with God. So the Word, all Word, all is all Word. The Word of God from the Holy Scriptures, from the King James, well, yeah. from the King James Version, but when any, whatever um, standard version of the Bible, is all the truth, absolute truth. And where, Jesus is the absolute truth. Where would you say, Gary, that Gary, correct? Yeah, right. Where would you say, Gary, that you are at? Let's say with your belief that the Bible is actually true and accurate, where 0% is, it's completely not true, to 100% where I'm absolutely certain that the Bible's true. Where would you say that you are on that scale? 100% absolutely, all the way, bro. 
guy all the way. And it's there's archaeological um, there's archaeological evidence that the Bible's true. Yep. Because he lived, died, resurrected. We got archaeological facts. There's, there's all kind of um, the biblical facts about about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's okay. So you give me an example of one of the reasons why you accept the Bible because of the archaeological, maybe historical evidence. Is there a, is there something that you've ever considered that you would accept that would cause you to revise your position and maybe move from let's say the one hundred percent down a tick to ninety nine percent? Sold out for Christ, bro. Hundred percent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hundred percent. No sway. No sway. No sway to it. And I've been studying. Still studying. Um, um, license ordained. Uh, um, a bachelor's in theology, a bachelor's, uh, master's in biblical studies, and and studying, studying, working on a master's in theology and, uh, and a doctorate in, in theology. So, now, you, stu you studied it quite a bit. Yeah, studied quite a bit. Yeah. Now, let's say that there's a scientist strolling by, and you know he's got a shirt about I don't know evolution or something like that. Okay. And you know, I ask him some of the same questions. You know, okay. where are you on the on the scale from zero percent that evolution is not true to one hundred percent where evolution is a fact? And that person might say, it's at 100%. And he might give me some reasons why, you know, fossils and DNA and stuff like that. But if I ask him, okay, sir, what would you accept to move you from that 100% confidence down a notch? Yeah. A scientist or somebody that, that really thinks about these things and studies them, probably yeah. the same veracity that you've studied, yeah. might say, you know, if I saw a human skull bone in the Cretaceous period, exactly. that would cause me to completely revise my understanding of evolution. Exactly. So for somebody that's evidence-based, like that scientist exactly. on, the, on the idea of evolution, exactly. he or she might be able to give me an example like that skull bone that should, right. shouldn't belong in that period okay. as something that would cause them to revise their stance on something. Okay. That person is evidence-based because they can give something that would falsify their position. Okay. Are you with me so far? Now you said that you're 100% confident in the Bible, yes, sir. but you're unable or maybe unwilling or maybe you've never thought about what it might take to move you down. What would it cause you to revise your beliefs? Because I think most people want to believe things that are true, correct? Exactly. Do you want to go through life believing in things that are true? Exactly, that's true. That's true. And if something's not true, me and you probably would want to get rid of that, correct? Exactly, exactly. Okay. But if you're unable to identify what it might take to move you down the scale, I would posit that, you know, you're really maybe not as evidence-based as you think you are. Okay. And what do you okay. think about that? Uh, nah, I, I think I'm, I think I'm on, on track for about to hit the 100%. Nothing can sway me. Nothing at all. Uh, stick on the stick on the facts of the scripture. The scriptures archaeological evidence. There's all all types of evidence. Um, and from my studies and what I continue to study, the things are uh, and prophecy has been prophesied over 2,000 years ago. What happened to Christ? And prophecy has been fulfilled and it's still being fulfilled. Now let's say that I actually came back next week and okay. I caught you before you know you started maybe ministering to another person okay. and we had another conversation. Okay. And let's say, Gary, that I actually had something that, and I'm not saying that I do, okay. but uh, let's just say for example, I actually had something that if I spent 15 minutes with you, it would completely change your understanding of what you've come to know is true in the Bible, and it might actually move you down one notch. Gary, would you even be willing to listen to it? I'll listen to it and hear it out, and then, and, um, but I'll still stand on what I believe. Now, what do you mean? Because. Uh, if I can show you something that would that would conclusively show that what you've been believing in is not true or that you're mistaken in some right. way, okay. it does sound like you were you would listen to it, and yeah, I, I and I admire you for that. Right. Okay. But it does does sound like that wouldn't shake your position at all in in, in your belief. 
Not one, not one hour. No sir. And why, why is that? No, because I stand on what I believe. I stand on what I 100%. Raised opponent, stand on what I believe. There's all, um... Let me ask you this. Do you are you, uh, do you believe in John 14, 6? Do I believe in it? I mean, believe, I, I believe, believe the I believe the scripture exists in the book called the Bible. Bible. But do you do you stand on would you stand on John fourteen six? No. Why would that? It's the Bible has not been demonstrated to me to be you know a source of reliability as as it is okay. for you. Okay. okay. So, but but yeah, but for me there's there's other yeah. there's other I can't I'm, I haven't got to the point to where I can explain it more the the apologetic part, I'm working on that. Okay. To to convince that individual I have yeah. shared with others my my um my father in the ministry usually he's down there with me he's pretty much can pretty much gravitate to what being a being apologetic on defending what the fake is and I honestly I don't want to have a debate with you okay and, right. and so there's no apologetics needed okay right. and if you had those I'd probably be able to right. to challenge them and maybe give you something else to think about okay but I don't want to debate sir okay I, I really okay. want to have a conversation and okay. I want to understand you know how you've come to believe this thing about the Bible being true to the point where you're coming out here what is it almost 95 degrees yeah. I mean oh, it's yeah. hot oh yeah you know you're giving up your Sunday to come out here yeah, exactly. and, and minister to people exactly. based on a book that you, you, you say that you're 100% sure that yeah. it's true. Oh, yeah. true but you're unable to give me something that might cause you to to revise your position no, not at the moment no I can hear it out but you yes sir and you and, I, and that's great I think that's awesome that you would listen to it but have you have you never thought about what it might take to move you down one spot? Never thought, not one hour. Do you think going forward today you would at least consider what that might be? And let's say that we run into each other like two weeks from now. Okay. Do you think that that might be something that you can do? Oh uh, no, no, I don't think so. Why not? No, because I'm sold out for Christ, man. I'm a slave for I'm a slave for Him. I'm a slave for Christ. I'm a slave for Christ. Hundred percent sure. I wouldn't do it. This is this is not. I, I wouldn't do this. This is not for sure. It's real. It's really real. It's really real. That's what I stand on. That's what my belief belief is, and I stand on the beliefs. And like other like other people stand on their positions. So. Mm -hmm. This is what I stand yes. On. And I, but I gave the example of you know the scientist that mm -hmm. is firmly convinced that the evidence that supports the theory of evolution. Okay. You know he, he he can stand on that, but he or she is willing to say you know what if I saw this that would cause me to revise it. And scientists will actively consider proposals that are put forward okay. that might challenge their foundation, okay. their understanding of a, of a certain scientific theory. Okay. Um, that, I think that's a that's a very honest position to take. Okay. You know, because if you're never open to something, you you know, we might go the rest of our lives, or scientists might go the rest of our lives, thinking that the theory of evolution is true when we could be mistaken. Yeah. But if they're never open to seeing what might be brought forward or even consider what might be brought forward to knock down their position, okay. um, they could be following something that's not true. Okay. And like, like we talked about before, you know, I think you and I both want to go through life believing in things that are absolutely true. True, right. Right, exactly. I understand what you're saying. But it does sound like you wouldn't even be willing going forward to even think about what might move you what you might accept, Gary, to move you from a hundred down, even just one notch to a ninety-nine. I have to hear it. I have to see what the position is. You would hear it. Yeah. Hear but it. something is preventing you from from taking it on your own and, and, and investigating it on your own. It sounds like I've been in, that, I've been involved in different religions, and and, 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 and the, the most stable position where I've been at is with Christ, and I stand on that belief alone. And you're, you said you're hundred percent. Yes, sir. 
Are you infallible? Are you capable of making mistakes? Oh yeah, without a doubt. We are sinners. Sinners saved by grace, man. We all sinners saved by grace. Yes. Yeah, we make mistakes. Oh, we all we all make mistakes, but we're saved by grace. Is, is it possible that your decision to accept the Bible as 100% true and accurate mm -hmm. could could you possibly be mistaken on that? Yeah. No mistakes. Not whatever. Not whatsoever. Not whatsoever. Jesus Christ, Christ alone, yes sir. And how would you say that you know that, Gary? I know that from, from the bottom of my heart. From the word, the word of God. It's, it's, it's from the, the book? From the book, from the word, mm -hmm. from the word, yeah. I hide that word in my heart. I may not sin against it, I trust it with, with, the, with, with the word with all my heart. I have, and, and I've, ever since I came to the faith of him, things have it's been, there's been rough roads, but guess what? He's seen me through it. And I've had, I've had helped people. He's a he's a healer. He's a provider. He makes a way. He's a. I found out with this with this word, he gives, he gives me a peace that surpasses all understanding. I have a peace within myself. Have you ever have you ever considered a time where maybe you've you've held a position or a belief? Mm -hmm. You were so certain that you were true, but then you found out that you were mistaken, and you changed. You revised your position, and now you're better off as a result of it. Can, can you think of an example in your life where where that's happened? I can maybe give you an example. Okay. Would you like me to? Yeah, okay. Sure. So let's say that, um, let's see. Let's say that I was always under the impression that um, not washing the coffee pot after using it was fine. That there were no germs or anything because when you heated right. the water the next time, right. it killed all the germs. Right, right, right. But then I read a really good article that scientifically explained how those microbes are still in there. Okay. That it's like drinking from a dirty toilet if you continue to right. do that. Right. Right. So, while I thought I was drinking the most delicious coffee with a dirty pot, right. my life is now better because I'm now sterilized, well, completely washing it out before using it each time. Right. Right. So I try to maybe use that as an example to say, there was a time where I, I was convinced that I was okay and safe drinking from this dirty coffee pot. Right. But now, now, now that I know better, I wash it, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm avoiding all those harmful, you know, germs and bacteria. So I, maybe I'll just give that as an example, and maybe you can think about what, what you, you know, a situation in your life where you've, you've really were convinced something was was true, until you discovered that you were mistaken. Okay, um, drinking from a... I know it kind of puts you on the spot. Yeah, kind of put me on the spot. Yeah, that's a good question. I have to sit back and think about that. And maybe, you know, you don't have to really think, I know it kind of puts you on the spot, so you don't have to think of something right now, okay. but maybe going forward, as you're walking home after doing this, okay, okay. if you can say, ask yourself, you know, there was this time in my life where I, I was 100% I was sure that uh, this was true. And I'm not talking religion or Bible or anything like that, or the God belief. It could be something as simple as the clothing that you purchased, or the shoes that you got, or, you know, whatever. Right, exactly. The cars that you like to drive, right, I don't know. Exactly. But then you did some research or something came to you right. and it convinced you that, you know what, I've been doing this whole thing wrong and I, right. I, 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 I'm now mistaken and now you're better off as a result of it. Exactly. If going forward, Gary, if you can just think about that, okay. um, that would just really be huge. Would you Would you consider that? Yeah, I'd probably maybe, maybe consider Maybe okay. it's a possibility. Okay. All right. So. Well, do you have any questions for me before we wrap it up? You want I'll give you the last word. No, all I know, I just, I just trust in the, trust in the living God, trust in the, what, trust on the faith that I stand on, and that faith has carried me a long way. Faith. Since as a teenager. 
the what is your definition of faith? Faith is a subject of things hoped for, evident things not seen. Trusting in what you don't see. Trusting in what you don't see. But you, but you still believe. What other time in your life do you trust in something that you can't see, but you believe in? You're content to believe in it, even though you can't see it. Besides the God belief in the Bible. God belief, um, I, oh, I say as a teenager, um, say I got faith in uh, that I'm going to ride this bike. I don't know how, but I, but I kept, I fell down, I kept on it, I kept riding on that bike without the training wheels, mm. and I had a faith, and sure enough, the more I got up, the more I got back on that bike, I was able to ride it the way I wanted. I thank you for that example. Yes, sir. So, when, when I hear that, that, that makes me think of maybe persistence, or you might have had friends in the neighborhood where you've actually seen them ride a bike. Yeah. You can, you can physically look and watch somebody ride a two-wheeler and yeah. say, it's not impossible. Right. Exactly. You know, you were actually seeing or getting feedback or possibly even maybe using the word evidence right. that riding a two-wheeler was really not impossible. Right. So that would be something that you can see, right. and I wouldn't say that that was necessarily faith. Okay. okay. Would you agree with that? Because yeah, your own definition was faith is something that you believe in that you can't see. Exactly. exactly. And right. in that instance with your bike, you were actually looking at somebody. Well, I think just say, let me just say something, um, something I prayed for, I couldn't see it, say a job concern. I didn't know when it's going to happen. I didn't know, but I prayed on it. And the job came about because of my persistence and prayer about it. Mm -hmm. It happened. Yeah. Same thing? Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you're sort of equating or maybe now slipping in the talk of the concept of prayer. Right. Um, um, as faith. Right. Are you telling me that like if you really want something or need something that if you pray for it it's it's, you're, it's able to come true? It'll come to and when it comes true that that is enough to convince you that the faith that you have in that prayer and, and the Bible many is real? Times, many times. Many times. It has, it, it has happened. Many, many, many times. It has happened. Healing. Healing. Healing in, yeah, healing in the home, in the, in the body from surgery. Praying for you know, and it's, it's a chance, 50 50 chance that you can be healed. 50 50 yeah. Okay, like I trusted God. I said, Okay, God, let's do it. Went in the surgery to God guide the hands of the doctor. Did surgery came out success, healing took place, no problem. I was up the next day after a hip, a total hip replacement. So, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, okay. I appreciate that, Gary. Um, in, in that example. Um, she's talking to somebody. Um, in that example, you know, you, you had surgery. Doctors helped you. You know, you did pray. But how would you say, where, where would you be on, let's say, a zero to 100% that your prayers were the ones that, that took you through that and made you survive the surgery and, and get better from that? And it wasn't really the doctor. The, doc, the doctors had a part to do with that. But 100% of that is by the prayer, by the prayer, by the phone, by the hands of God. I believe that 100%. I find it interesting that you're that you're willing to slide down from 100% on the doctor's work and effort, but you're still you're still at the 100% when it comes to the to the prayer working. Exactly. I believe in both of them. You know, they they both work hand in hand. But God is the is the ultimate healer of of everything. You know and how would you say that you know that? Just know that from my heart. Just know that from my heart. Just by, just by, just by 
by what he what he's done by experience. Yeah. By my experience. By his experience. By my experience with him. By your experience from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've talked to you know. We'll kind of wrap it up here, okay. uh, but I've talked to Muslims, like uh, that woman, okay. she's wearing Muslim garb, or okay. uh, Hindus, for example, other Christians. Mm-hmm. They're convinced that their faith is getting them through difficult times, that yeah. you know, they might be growing up in Bangalore, India, where there's a lot of Hindus, right. they'll pray, and they right. attribute that to the god Vishnu. Okay. You know, uh, a Muslim will attribute that to Allah. To Allah, Allah yeah. And they've, I've had similar conversations where they're 100% convinced that it's Allah that's helping them, that it's Vishnu that's helping them. Exactly, yeah. Um, you know, as me having this conversation with you, yes, your story is very similar to theirs. Yes. I have no way of determining if your faith is, is better than theirs or wow. or who's who's more accurate. Mm-hmm. So how, how would I, you know, what would you say to the, to the, to the, um, to the conviction or to the to the strength of one's belief to the confidence value that the muslim is 100% correct in their faith and you're 100% correct in yours what would you say to that muslim that would say i'm 100% sure that i'm right and you're mistaken well we, there is um, there's some difference between the muslim faith they they believe jesus is a prophet they believe that um, this allah that they, they, they study and i i i deliberate study with the quran they're violent, uh, the things that um, they differ from us, that we're, we're, we're a God of, the God of, of peace. Uh, uh, we're, we're not violent, we're, 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 uh, we want to help folks. We're, we don't stand on, on rituals or stand on, um, I want to say it, um, legalism. Is that what you would tell the Muslim then? Is bec- no. Because your belief is based on violence and all these other harmful things, harmful things. my faith is I more superior to yours I, I would, no i would say um well the god we serve you know and i, I would show them the scripture what my my stand on what the scriptures is and they we, we, we didn't have wonderful i don't want to say debates but discussions i've got muslim friends we have one we still get a we talk to you how you doing my brother how you doing my brother? <laughs> yeah and they stand on their faith and they're starting on their faith and i'm starting on my faith but we have an agreement that that Jesus was a prophet, and that, that and their Allah is a little bit different from our God. But if, if, if that friend of yours who's Muslim, mm-hmm. who's 100% confident that his belief in the Quran makes it true, that, that the Quran is true, he's 100% on mm-hmm. that scale, mm-hmm. you're 100% that the, it's really the Bible and it's the Christian God. Right, uh-huh. And we both admitted that you know, we want to we want to believe things that are true. Right, exactly. Would you be content going through life knowing that your friend is 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 following this other religion and he's one hundred percent convinced? No, not really. No. You wouldn't be. You no, wouldn't no. care. I, I mean, I would. No, would I be content? No, I wouldn't be content. I would be find ways in my conversation try to convince. Hey, man, this is the way. I have. I've had. Muslim converts to come to come over. I've got some friends that are still in that same position. I got a friend that went left and went through, went to the Jehovah Witness. He become a priest in Jehovah. There's some issues issue lines with that too. Mm-hmm. So you just all I can do is just pray for them. Would you agree that in this situation where it's you, the Christian, at 100% in your Bible, mm-hmm. and the Muslim over here that's 100% in the Quran? That somebody needs to be somebody in, that, in this situation has to be correct, and somebody has to be mistaken. Yes. Yes. I think it. Yeah, I think. I think it would be. Yeah, I really would think so. Um, there. 
their side, they think we're wrong and they're correct. And on our side, we think they're wrong in their doctrine and we're correct. So it's uh, we pray. That's all I can do is pray. And I've seen, I've seen miracles happen where the folks say, "Man, you know, I was really misunderstood." And my friends that I had, I mean, the friends that I know that converted from uh, Islam to Christianity, mm -hmm. they say, "Man, I was, you know, I really was mistaken." I, I see, I see, this, I see the truth in this. Have you ever seen anyone get converted from Christianity to the Islam? I mean, would you admit that it happens? Um, yeah, bad experience in the Christianity with uh, with a pastor, or, or yeah, I've seen uh, yeah, I've seen a couple mm -hmm. times, but more so Islam converting to Christianity. And they're and and I listen to a radio, it's a Christian radio station that comes on, and they're talking about Muslims becoming by the thousands every day coming into Christianity. Okay. Yeah. All right, so maybe as a takeaway, you can think about what that Muslim might say that he would accept to move him from 100% down to zero, because it sounds like you gave some ideas of things that that Muslim might want to consider, mm -hmm. because I, I would think that you'd want to help him. Right, exactly. You know, you want, we both want people, we both want to believe things that are true, exactly. and I want other people to believe things that are true too, because exactly. I think our, our society will be better exactly. if we're believing in things that are true. Exactly. So maybe as, a, as another takeaway, you can think, what might I tell yes. this individual, or even better yet, what might this individual tell me, that Muslim, what okay. might that Muslim tell me okay. that he would be willing to accept to change his belief, even one notch to go down from 100 to 99%? Okay. Why don't you think about that? And then yeah. if you can also think about conversely, what you might accept to okay. go from 100 down to 99. Okay. If you okay. would do that, that would just be wonderful. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, definitely. Okay, Gary. All right. Nice talking to you, my It's brother. my pleasure. Yes, sir. We'll see you around. Yes, Gary. You take care. Sundays nice are usually on. Yeah, yeah, Sundays. Yeah, Sundays are Saturdays. Oh, Saturdays too. Yeah. Same time? Yeah, about the same time. Street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.